Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Glad you could be with us. You know, we really need your help. We need to turn that one unenslaved mind at a time into about a million. And the way that you do that is you share what you hear. Good shows, good interviews, good articles in the alternative media. You got to share it. Like on YouTube right now, I can't do a playlist any longer. Uh, because they follow me up with Fox News propaganda after I do one broadcast. I used to be able to list out about 10 things and they play one right after the other. No more. They got to make sure their word gets out and they suppress our word. So we want to make sure that you're helping us. That's one of the ways that you can do your part. Uh, we have a very special guest in this segment of the show, and his name is Steve Quayle. So you go, oh, yeah, you just had Steve on. Yeah, well, events are moving quickly, and they're moving so quickly that I asked Steve to come back on. But I uh, I want to preface by, well, let me say this to you. Let me tell you who brings us this show. And by the way, um, I'm an unpaid representative of Gen 6 True Legends, so I don't have a dog in this fight, but I'm telling you. If you care about truth, if you care about what the bottom line is in our struggle, our, hum our human struggle, and that you realize it's really a spiritual war and not just a war in the physical realm, you need to get the video on demand and eventually the DVDs from the Gen 6 True Legends Conference that was held in Branson September 13th through the 15th. And I was pleased as anything to be there all three days and it was fantastic, and it really broadened my paradigm, and it will yours too. The way you get there is to go to stevequayle.com, Q-U-A-Y-L-E, stevequayle.com, and the link is in the upper right-hand corner of the website. It says True Legends Gen 6. Click it on, and it'll give you all the information you need to order, and it's reasonably priced, but I'll tell you what, I don't know you can put a price on this kind of knowledge. So I'm really pushing that. We're also brought to you by Patriot Flashlight. And I'm putting this out here because as PG&E uh, is probably going to be doing rolling blackouts from what I'm hearing, and you're going to want to have this solar-powered flashlight. It recharges on the solar. It can charge your cell phone. It can charge any electronic device, two at a time, I believe. And not only that, it can break glass. It can cut rope. And I use it to walk my dogs at night because out where I live, we have rattlesnakes and coyotes. And so we want to have a light that shines bright and shines far. And it does that. It's fantastic. PatriotFlashlight.com. And the link will be in the description box in which this interview will be contained. Uh, and also, we're brought to you by PrepareWithDave.com. Do you think any of the people in California that have blackouts have all the food they need? <laughs> Everything's closed in some of these communities. This is why you need storable food. We sell it at a greatly discounted rate. It's the best there is in the business. Go to preparewithdave.com. Okay, that takes care of who brings us this show. And we're really glad that they're behind us because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Airtime is not cheap. And uh, I want to preface this, and Steve and I talked about this before we came on the air. I had a conversation with a geologist that I used to teach with, and uh, I'm not going to be more specific at his request, but I told him about what I felt could be happening with magma moving into fault lines and through California and could be responsible for the blowout of manhole covers and explosions we're seeing. And he laughed at me. He said, Dave, I thought you were smarter than that. 
And we talked a little bit more, and I told him, I said, would you please look at this one document, Air Force Owning the Weather 2025? I said, this whole thing started with an earthquake attack by the Russians. And I said, just look at the patents. And we talked a little later, and he said, Dave, I'm going to give it to you. It looks like these are real weapons. I understand where you're going, but it's a big leap to the magma. But he said, I'll tell you this, Dave. He said, if indeed this stuff reaches the ocean, and if indeed it does exacerbate the fault lines, he said, this could send shockwaves all up and down the coast. And he said, this is kind of freaking me out, and I've got to consider it. But he also said, if I let out who he was, he'd be fired instantly. So... On that note, Steve Quayle, my friend, glad you could join us. I think that's a good backdrop to start from. Well, I think it's an important backdrop, and I think it's an accurate backdrop, because, Dave, I just reached out to, you know, 18 hours ahead of us, actually another day in another part of the world, to my geologist friend and also my, um, my, I guess you would just call him what he is, the guy that God has raised up to warn people who actually developed some of the instrumentation that NASA uses in trying to literally monitor the magma movement coming out of the Ridgecrest Lava Dome. I want to say this, whether it's 240 cubic miles, the magma cavity and the magma itself, or 275 miles, that's cubic miles. I asked him four different questions, and I asked him, number one, what are you and your fellow uh, scientist friends looking at? By the way, the geologists he's talking to, at my request, I do not know their name, but they said the same exact words. They had to flee the country, for they were told by their higher-ups, and this goes beyond USGS, this is not the higher-ups in USGS, this is the controllers of the planet. If they opened their mouth, they would be dead. So, you know, whether people think that's melodrama or not, I really don't care at this point, because here's the deal. The events that are transpiring in California, I asked him to give me an update on the total amount of uh, earthquakes in the Ridgecrest area and to define the nature of the instruments needed. Now, when you're talking about the earthquakes that are harmonic uh, tremors, in other words, mini quakes, less than, uh, you know, 1.0 on the Richter scale, uh, there have been, listen to this, Dave, of magnitude 0.8 to 1.0, more than 950,000 to date. Now, he said, of higher more and interest is that 800K of the type I explained to you that are spinning around the dome there. He's talking about the lava dome. Right. He said, this has never happened before in recorded history. There's a very famous USGS scientist named Bernard Chouet, C-H-O-U-E-T, that was very uh, well-spoken, well-researched, and well-written up on what are called long-period episodic quakes. Now, this is something that won't show up in a standard seismogram because of the uh, geophones that they use. They're not sensitive enough for the ultra-low frequency range. So here's what he said. I said, explain this for those of us who don't have, uh, 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 you know, PhDs and master's degrees in, in all the different sciences. He said, you need a high-resolution infrasonic system made from the following. A very sensitive ultra-low frequency microphone, a high-resolution infrasonic analog to digital converter, and a computer and piece of software to convert the ultra-low frequency audio to a visual format like a seismograph does. And uh, he said, I don't know of any off-the-shelf systems for sale because most of these systems have been 
you know, home brewed or are in the uh, uh, possession of the government. And so I also asked him, I said, okay, spell this out for me, because I'm going on with Dave Hodges, and by the way, he does listen to you, and he does listen to me, and he does listen to us. And he said, I'm going to read this as I received it, Dave, so there's no embellishment on my part, okay? There wouldn't be, but, you know, when you talk about stuff that people can't see on CNN, uh, MSNBC, uh, or Commie News Nightly, whatever it is, you know, you, you, you basically, they have to understand now, he said, Steve, if that photo you sent me of the frame of YouTube was taken in California, we all agree that the red was most likely the heat of the subsurface magma, which is now all over California, and both drying out the plants, the trees and grasses, and the places with active fires fueling the firestorm-type behavior of the fires. I believe Dutch Sense and somebody else on YouTube has brought that issue up, too. This is independent of them, but this is, I guess you would say, corroborating what they're saying, too. As of this moment, none of the many domes have broken the surface in California. However, going back over all available data for an in-depth look, it is very much expected that soon there will be an explosive dome and multiple breakthroughs to the surface, causing formation of new volcanoes as well as explosive actions from dormant volcanoes. I then asked him, and you know, he can't do it on a 30-minute uh, request. I asked him to model the super... Uh, volcano explosion based on Mount Tambora and uh, Krakatoa that would basically, knowing the cavity dimension, the amount of magma, the amount of pressure building, how that would relate to what's going to happen in California. I can only say this, it's pun intended, but it's off the charts. Uh, he said this, the New Madrid Fault area showing the subsurface magma domes and flows as well, mostly right along the fault line. Now listen to this, Dave, and then I'll give it right back to you. Just because we were all curious, we overlaid a map of the most evil places on the west coast to Mex west coast Mexico to Canada. And in fact, the areas with the most evil match up with the potentially most explosive subsurface magma domes. No big surprise there, but I thought you would like to know that fact. Wow. The thing that, that's problematic to me is this. Look, obviously we're going to see magma hit the ocean. The question is, and you know, I've got, these are guys that can model this stuff on computers, okay? But I've got questions on how big a force, how much thrust, how, how much, if you will, volcanic explosion will it take to break the seawall to flood, uh, you know, California's, um, basically the heart of California's growing area. Uh, you know, if that goes underwater, I don't think people understand the ramifications. And also, you know, it was interesting to me because years and years ago, Henry Groover, bless him, he's passed into eternity, and what a marvelous man of God, but he was not allowed to walk in Los Angeles to remit their sins. The Lord specifically told him, I will not hear you. They get, they're given over to my judgment. And I, I teased Henry. I said, you know, Henry, they just left off one word in Spanish, and that's fallen in front of the angels, los fallen angels, uh, the city of the fallen angels. I know San Francisco was one, and I know there was another city that he wouldn't tell me, but he said the Lord has told him they're destined for destruction. Now, here's the other thing, Dave. Cascadia is getting really, really active. Again, I would encourage all of your readers, all of your listeners, all of your viewers to go and read uh, the Catherine Schultz uh, a Pulitzer Prize-winning article on Cascadia, the big one. 
in my opinion, I've read a lot of stuff, you've read a lot of stuff, but one of the best things I've ever read in my life, and this is, pun intended, a big deal. What I think most people are losing track of, it will have ramifications in Nevada, especially Las Vegas. It will have ramifications all the way up at the, um, oh, good night, the Idaho uh, Washington border. It's going to be, it will not only change the face of America, but should it either precede the New Madrid or uh, uh, go concurrently with it, I don't think people understand the word aquifer because fresh water will become one of the most important, if not the most important, uh, uh, what would you say, life substances. You can't drink water, you die. And food, we'll talk about food in a minute, but here's the thing. The geologists are saying, get ready, dig in, it's going to get really, really bad. And so I leave it to people that live in that, that area. I said, you know, you seek God and decide if he's telling you to stay or not. Because not only will familiarity uh, breed contempt, it may be the end of what you have known as life. I don't know when, neither do they. They're not setting dates, but they are saying it's like birth pangs. They said everybody in their community of advanced science and obviously earth sciences also is just saying not if, but when, you know. It's not a, a matter of if, it is going to go. And so all the intersecting fault lines in California, obviously you're talking about Mammoth Mountain, you're talking about Mount Lassen, you're talking about Mount Shasta. There are, uh, I guess, uh, satellite reflectometer readings, there's a mouthful, of uh, a bulge on Shasta. By the way, all of the Cascadia uh, uh, volcanic mountains, all 18 of them, if you count the ones going into British Columbia, are all active. That doesn't mean they're erupting, but they are active. They're, in other words, they're not dormant. And, uh, or forgive me, they're not, um, they haven't settled down for good. Uh, the word escapes me. Uh, but the point being is there's activity now. So what happens when you get extreme harmonic tremors is that it's almost like throwing multiple pebbles in the water. Everybody's seen how uh, the waves of the water oscillate out. And what happens is, and we don't know, but with the event that is uh, in the making, events, plural, I'm sorry, I said singular, that there's going to be an inter- uh, lacing of those events, and then it's going to be Katie bar the doors. And you know, the, the, you've been given information about the Marines moving more people into California, so you yes. take it from there. That's my. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is information that came in 30 minutes before Dave and I recorded this. It's an incredible revelation of facts, and it just keeps getting more and more. I said last night after I interviewed uh, Alexander Daly. Uh, about uh, magma perhaps setting off these manhole covers in five different locations in California that she knew of. I said, we're going to be covered with this information in the next two days, and we're beginning to see that happening. But, Steve, the the one thing that I, I'm most concerned with, well, it, it, well, there's going to be no warning. Uh, and in fact, I had someone from FEMA tell me a couple of weeks ago after I asked him about uh, your presentation of Branson, and he gave me, I can't confirm or deny. And then he went on to say, but we're not going to tell anybody. It would destroy the economy right now if we did that. Well, and that's that's exactly it. Now, listen, when anybody says we cannot confirm or deny, they just basically are, are taking them away. And I don't blame them. Look, they've got families to feed and everything else. But here's the deal, Dave. If you were, let's say they were to give the alert and the warning, 
who would heed it? You know, I, I had Celeste Bishop Solomon today uh, with Doug Hagman, you know, and we pre-recorded his show. Uh, and, and, and I'm telling you what, it is one of the scariest shows. When I say scary, she was a FEMA insider. She was one of those people that ran the operations. If, if then, what, and what this, you know, she still knows what's going on. I asked her, Dave, how many people, given all the facts, if they knew it would, now this will, this will blow your mind, how many people, given all the facts, if they were proven 100% true, would do anything to change their circumstances. Do you know what she said? What? Take a wild guess. I'd say very low end. Yep. Well, you're right. She said 90%. The government, listen, you guys, here's the thing. Brethren, brothers and sisters, friends of Dave, friends of mine, friends of ours, they already know they're, you're not going to, in essence, if they gave the biggest warning in history, they maintain on their computer, their AI programs, and I want you to understand this, ladies and gentlemen, they already know the response, and 90% of the people will do nothing. 90%. And that's what they're counting on, Dave. So if we get five people, ten people, a hundred people here and there, we thank God for for the harvest. But uh, I think that's profound. You know, you and I have talked to you know how many people in the American Revolution, et cetera, et cetera. But that's profound. That is beyond profound. It just speaks to the uh, normalcy bias that just infests our people, that they can see facts right in their face and they don't want to believe it. Right. There's a new disease in America, and the AMA doesn't have any uh, uh, care for it, and it's called reality avoidance disorder, okay? <laughs> and in essence, it's been the ultimate mind melt because of the network news. You know, again, Marshall McLuhan, the medium is the message. It's not that the medium of television carried a message. The media, the, the, the message was television itself. And the very word, you know, and I think we just absolutely got to be the dumbest people on the face of this planet in our solar system. Because, you know, the thing is, is that they call it television programming for a reason. It's a double entendre. It's not just say, hey, you know, after uh, in my day, it wasn't just happy days in Laverne and Shirley. I think that was actually the order. The bottom line is, is that it's telling you it's formed your opinion. It's presented the world that isn't instead of the world that is. And this is why, you know, it, listen, we know this, Dave. If your mind is a computer and, and the way God made us so fabulous and marvelously created in his image and likeness before the fall of man... And that can only be restored through the blood of Jesus, in my opinion, and in the obviously the biblical revelation, then I don't think people understand the most important thing. Without the mind of the Lord Jesus Christ being renewed, we are basically programmed automatons participating in our own destruction. And that is absolutely uh, terrifying to me. Participating, willingly participating in our own destruction. This may be a post-Cascadia question, and I suspect it is, but I came across solid information today that says that the size of the Chinese Marine Corps has doubled recently. Are you aware of that? All I know is I, I by my source out of the country, he said that they are absolutely 
escalating, accelerating, and moving troops, by the way, into uh, Mexico, as you and I said, the Mexican ports, okay, and his his numbers are 5 million there now, 5 million, uh, the containers, you look at the containers and the container ports, he says, Steve, some of those, the story, you remember the story, Dave, you and I talked about it years ago when they had basically uh, customs inspection found living quarters for Chinese coming into the United States at one of the specific, uh, I don't know, it was San Francisco or something, complete with toilet facilities, cooking facilities, you name it, everything. Well, what they also have is military hardware, including, uh, you know, interregional ballistic missiles, IRBMs, already stationed positioned there. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching tonight in real time Erdogan has threatened Europe with flooding Europe with more. Uh, the president of Turkey, by the way, the anagram of his name is the dragon. That should be a heads up, everybody. You know. And the thing is, is that I think people need to understand he is on record as saying he will unite all Islam under his caliphate. Okay, those are his words. He also made the statement. Remember, there is no such thing as peaceful Islam. Islam is Islam. And when you've got the Turks now slaughtering the Kurds, and you've got the situation of uh, Turkey now supposedly holding hostage the 50 nuclear, you know, missiles that are in uh, Inserlik. You remember you and I did a show about that yes, what, three we did. years ago? Yes. And we said, look at you guys in the military. Look, we're friends. We're not your enemies, but you got to move the bloody things. And now on the front of Drudge, you know what, 50 nukes held hostage. Now, we don't know if that's true or not or if they have been moved, but if they haven't, I'm telling you this, the deal that Trump made with Erdogan is the deal with the devil himself because Erdogan is the uh, uh, ruler of the country of Turkey in which Satan's literal earthly throne was, obviously, you know, in uh, Pergamos, uh, the Satan seat, you know. So, so I think the important, the important thing for people to understand is this is an incredibly spiritual uh, um, event happening in the heavenlies that's translating into the earth. And right now we've got uh, Russia making a statement. Putin said he's going to have what three days of uh, nuclear firepower testing. I mean, that should basically make everybody at uh, NORAD sit up and take notice and the satellites busy because, you know, it, what I think is, is obvious to everyone is, look, you may not be in, believe in prophecy at all. Fine, don't. But you're not going to be able to avoid uh, the ramifications of prophecy when it happens. Good example, the mark of the beast, the one world financial system, the one world religious system, and the one world global politic. And by the way, according to my sources, again, Dave, they've upped the U.N. troops coming into the country right now uh, by literally into certain areas, you know, by five and 10,000 per, per city. And these are in specific cities. So what happens? Let's just kick this around, if you don't mind. Get the people that are listening to us, uh, whenever they do listen to this program, what happens when, in a blitzkrieg-like fashion, I don't think people understand this, every targeted individual in America, gun over constitutionalist, white Christian, uh, a black Christian, anybody who is a Christian is already targeted. Their names are already in an AI database. Based on the... Uh, uh, matrix and also the density of gun owners, that's how the teams will be assigned. So it's not, uh, my good man, could you show me your guns and if you give them to me, I will let you live? It's not that at all. It's Forget the red flag laws. The red flag laws are nothing but the red list and it's kick and kill. 
So I, I want your listeners to understand something. Dave, our days are numbered on this earth, known only to the living God. But our days of being open to broadcast, look at, look at what California did with the, the repeaters, taking down the shortwave repeaters. They're in a, a hell storm, H-E-L-L storm, a firestorm. They've got multiple problems with the biggest earthquakes projected to hit in their, uh, their uh, coastlines and also inland, and they're cutting down down all sources of information to the outside. That tells me they know what's going to happen, and they don't want the their cleanup operations made known. And I know you're in contact with a lot of the people in, in, in that part of the world, but that's the thing. They And this is something I talked to Bob Griswold about today, too. Command, control, and communication. Uh, military functions on those three principles. You have to have a command structure, you have to be able to, to communicate that to the underlings, and you've got to be able to command control, and then you've got to be able to assign them uh, and give them real-time uh, data to take out the enemy. What I'm telling you, it's really, really, really true that we are seeing that right now. Well, it's interesting you'd bring this up because I had this discussion with a number of people today including someone, as I mentioned, is going to come forward as a source who has expertise in these areas. But Bob and I, Bob Griswold, I also spoke this morning. In fact, I'm interviewing him in the morning. And what we're looking at here, and this is what I want people to understand, if the U.N. troops are moving on an area, you would need the ham repeaters for the citizens to organize a citizen militia along with local law enforcement. That would become your primary method of, of communication. And the fact that California is taking this down speaks to the fact that they know the invasion is coming. And I'm telling you, Steve, CalExit, the people in CalExit are also in league with what's happening. Now, and, and I think you have told me, and I know that, didn't the CalExit movement, where did they set up their, uh, didn't they set up a, a, oh, an embassy in Russia? Yes, I published the photo that showed the rollout of the embassy with a flag in the background. Yep. So explain that to people. They've already cut their deals with the commies. They really have, have they not? Yeah. Um, CalExit's main goal, and, and I should mention who the membership is briefly. At the initial meetings, is exposed by Paul Preston as, and his embedded sources. We had the Chinese National Bank. We had CENTA, which is a front group for the Chinese military, and they're the ones that control all the solar energy farms that border our air bases in the southwest. No coincidence. They have the cartels, the local gangs like uh, the La Familia and so forth, the Sinaloas. You've got um, George Soros's people, and when they started, Obama was still president, and he had three members of his administration attending all meetings. And today, Eric Holder is their spokesperson. Loretta Lynch Mob does uh, work for them, legal work for them. Um, Governor Brown, ex-Jerry Governor Brown, Kamala Harris is at Lended Assistance. Feinstein and her husband are involved in this, as is Pelosi and her husband are involved in this. Uh, they remain two degrees separated, but, you know, you trace friend of the friend is associated. Now, what they wanted to do, and this is noteworthy, they formally want to withdraw California from the union. It's a move to destroy America because 40% of all retail crosses Interstate 5. And also, this would cause food famines across the planet, not just in America, because so much of the rich agriculture comes out of the Central Valley, hence why I've been concerned about the Oroville Dam being sabotaged and taking that out. But when CalExit leaves, the plan for exit 
was to put CalExit under uh, the UN as a protectorate, not necessarily an independent country initially, but a protectorate. But they went out and they did something totally illegal that you cannot do under federal law. States can't negotiate their own agreements with foreign uh, countries. But yet here CalExit put an embassy in Moscow and really President Trump should have arrested every one of these people by now for treason. But see, because he didn't, you know, the lock her up and all of the drain the swamp has turned. Now, I don't know if you're hearing it, but moments ago, I got an email and I'm checking it out. But there are people claiming that there are actual plans in play, not just the mouthy, uh, you know, uh, what's her name, Rashid. But there are others that are literally planning to take the president of the United States by force. Now, what troubles me, Dave, and I want your take on this because you stay closer this i'm 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 focused on volcanoes uh earthquakes magma but uh, you know they're claiming that uh, the military split because the military did go on american military newsday carried the story that the american military stated i don't know which branches but they will comply with all federal subpoenas to the best of their ability one number one question for you based on what you know is the military split and number two uh, how do you see it playing out if they physically try and arrest Trump? Because we know the Army was there running their helicopters there, meaning D.C., about a month or two ago, uh, and the extraction teams are there. But when you've got the overthrow of the United States, when you've got treason and treachery and all the main intelligence agencies and the leading law enforcement agencies, and you've got it all in play, and people are hung up on ambassadors and, and, and stuff, I'm not, I'm not giving anybody a free walk, get out of jail card, but what what has happened? Do you see this? This is absolutely the rule of radical. When attacked, when you're being exposed for something you do, turn it on the person who's attacking you and make it all about them. And this is what President Trump has had the worst advice in the world, in my opinion, on. He would do well to understand the 13th point of the rules of radicals. You can't have crappy counselors and expect to have wisdom. Somebody's giving him incredibly poor uh, counseling, and basically they're using his own ego. Look, I I went on coast to coast a year before he even decided to run and said, I think he's going to run for president. And George Norrie asked me, well, do you endorse him? I said, yeah, because I see everybody else who hates him. I know who hates him. If they hate him, I love him because it was the Illuminati, blah, blah, blah. So the point that I'm trying to make, though, is compromise now is appearing to be the order of the day. And look, I don't care, uh, you know, and people, I got people saying, well, don't you know what Mark Taylor says or Kim Clement? I don't care what they say. I want to know what the Word of God says. And there's one thing lacking in America in all the political dialogue, and you know what it is. It's an R word, repentance. And there has been no call for national repentance. We don't cry out as a nation of, quote, republicans, C-O-N-S. We don't call out as a bunch of, and remember, the demon rats, the Democrats, have declared war on God. And, you know, I think it's a pretty silly position because they really believe that they're going to win against the living God. And God said this, and this is what's really critical about that thing I read to you from my geologist scientist friends over out of the country. 
Just because we were all curious, we overlaid a map of the most evil places on the West Coast, Mexico to Canada, and in fact, areas with the most evil match up with the potentially most explosive subsurface magma domes. No big surprise there, but I thought you would like to know the fact. That is the word of the Lord. As to their specific sins, so shall their judgment be. And I don't think that people even have a clue that America doesn't get a free pass from God on excuse me, butchering 70, 80, 90 million babies, selling their body parts, and we become a nation of cannibals. And I want to share something. 20 years ago, Dave, you were at Branson. You heard who was my tutor for five years, okay? And uh, multiple special ops generals, and I won't tell. They still are. Uh, And, you know, the point being is this, is that they, they absolutely were how do I say that, defining these days down to the most minute detail. And I got news for you. These are, these are men's men, and, and, and literally, you know, um, some, of the, some of the operators in the special ops community were women, and I owe my physical life to one very amazing woman who I don't know that I'll ever get to meet uh, this side of heaven. But I'm telling you point blank that this is playing for keeps, and the, the, the thing I'm trying to get across really bottom line is we don't know the time, but there is the every evidence of what's going to happen in California. It will change not only the coastline of the United States, but it will change the political climate like nothing ever seen before. So it becomes incredibly pertinent, and that's why I'm saying get close to God. I don't know. He's not telling me the date, but he is telling me the events. And I think you know this. You've heard me say it, and it's true. Everybody looks for a date. Well, will this happen in 28 days? No. But when it happens, it will be at the right time, and God won't tell humans the time generally, and that's not... I want to make a clarification on a misunderstanding the scripture. When the scripture says, no man knoweth the day nor the hour, that's talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ. But Paul tells us, the Apostle Paul, we can know the times and the seasons. Jesus spoke in Matthew 24, at length, Luke 21, about the signs of the times. And people just simply don't want to believe that somehow God knew, and the Son of God knew 2,000 years ago, what our headlines of today would be. And now you've got cannibalism. And I'll tell you what, one of the scariest things that I ever heard, and look, you know, how do you tell people what they don't want to hear, except when they can maybe hear part of it? And Celeste went into great detail, and she didn't. I could tell she was struggling to talk about it big time, because basically the U.N., and all of the, if you will, the people who are concerned with global population, not only do they want to kill you all, ladies and gentlemen, they want you eating your neighbor, or I better put it this way, they want you taking your neighbor to lunch. Guess what? Your, your neighbor is the lunch. And she worked in that world, and she's seen the documents, she posted the documents on the guillotines, and the whole thing on that, we talked about that, Dave, but I'm telling you, it's later than most people think. And they say, well, well what can we do? What can we do? You can pray for your family. You can pray for your loved ones. And if nobody wants to hear you, don't say anything to them anymore openly. Just pray. And part of the hardest thing, and she said it too, is Jesus said he didn't come to bring peace to the earth, but a sword, and that a man's enemies would be those of his own household. And what I'm seeing in my email daily, women who want to prepare, and they're so brutalized by their husbands, I mean literally brutalized, or or beat up. One of them had to leave. And I don't recommend any woman 
stay in any relationship or any man where the uh, mate is physically attacking them. And, you know, when you got somebody saying, you know, um, I, I, you know I, I can't wait to get my uh, pistol down your throat, you know, and, and he's talking about really doing someone harm, I mean, that, that is not right that the woman stays in that realm. So it's satanic. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, just, it's just happening. In other words, we're seeing families divided, the nation's divided, families are divided, parents from their kids, kids from their parents, and it's, it's going to come to pass. It's because it's been prophesied. Steve, I just did a broadcast. Um, I mean, I just completed it about an hour before we went on. And I said, uh, Trump is sounding more and more like JFK. And I want to preface what I'm saying is to give you credit. And I said this on the broadcast. When I first got into this and you and I became acquainted, uh, I was still hopeful we could win the physical battle. And that's certainly very much in question and even doubtful. And you educated me to that. But you said we could win the spiritual battle and we will. And people can win their individual spiritual battles. And I see Trump stepping into that awareness right now based on what he's saying. He gave a speech, and I watched it today. I watched a recording of it. And he said in there that these people who are enemy that we're at war with, they would have us worship government, not God. And I thought, oh, my goodness, he's sounding like JFK in his American University speech in 1963 when he said, we live on the same small planet. We, and he went all, all these commonalities that the human race has stuff in common, and there's bad guys that want to take that away from us. Trump is now sounding like this. Steve, I'm telling you, he's reached a new level of awareness. Now, he still has to overcome his blustering, arrogant nature, and that's who he is. But he is starting to get it. I see signs of it. Well, I want him to get it and not get it. I think when you have uh, the literal fallen spawn from hell, and that's what bastards, that's where the word bastard came from, for all you self-righteous Pharisees that get more bent out of shape over a word like that than you do over the slaughter of 70 million innocent little babies, you know, uh, I think that people have got to understand something. Now, and also, the spiritual nature of the warfare has never been greater. And Dave, it is going to accelerate off the charts, and it's going to be like nothing we've ever known before or ever seen before. So, if, and this is my question to you, because you're, you're a very logical man, and that's a good thing. The thing is, if people won't believe what they see now, how can they believe well, we're telling them they're going to be dealing with in the very near future that when the invisible becomes visible and the things of men's nightmares manifest, and they already are in a lot of homes around the country, and these are, these are what I would call redeemed Christian people. Uh, you know, the thing is, is that I think that the words of Jesus come to mind. Jesus said, if I've told you earthly things, you believe me not. How can I tell you heavenly things? Mm-hmm. In other words, if you believe your eyes... And with what you can see, what are you going to do when things that you have been able to see come into your visible spectrum? I mean, it's going to be problematic, and it is truly, the only word I know is a mind melt, but that's where the caping power of the living God comes. Look, we can do what we can do, and when you do what you're called to do, I do it, I'm called to do, and we're called to do it. We know the ramifications, we know what's on the line. But we also, contrary to critics, have a love for people that the critics don't exhibit. They don't put themselves out there. 
you know? All they are is, well, we should do something, which translates, you and Dave should do it, or you and Doug should do it. You know, it's True. always you should do it. But people have better start taking on personal responsibility because there will be, Bob and I, and you talked to him too today, had a great, a great point. They cut off communications between the people, the, the common citizens, who you are the enemy, you are the evil ones. They absolutely can kill with total Im impunity and without ever having anybody know anything more than just like the pogroms in uh, Russia and China. Uh, hey, people just disappeared in the night. Well, Steve, I have two reactions to what you just said. You just said a mouthful. Why did you ever... Um, when the invisible becomes visible, in other words, when the extra dimensions enter into our three dimensions and we can see these evil entities, I'm happy to tell you, my church, my pastor, Mark Driscoll, at uh, Trinity Church in Scottsdale, Arizona, he talks about this uh, cool. in, in detail, in detail. He's doing an eight-part sermon right now, and he's on part four this Sunday. But there's another news item out there that was sent to me today, and I went and verified it. It's true. Right now, we are going to, we're going to spend a billion dollars to train soldiers to fight underground. Now, who in the world would they be fighting underground? Steve, I know you know the answer, and I know the answer, but I don't think many people do. Well, first of all, Jesus said men's hearts will fail them for fear of looking after those things coming upon the earth. Look, I'm not a Bible thumper, uh, 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 scripture quoting, uh, you know, uh, uh, pastor. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a minister. I'm just a guy that basically is redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. But I spent 25 years of my life, and five being specifically tutored, Dave, by four-star generals and special ops that are absolutely the guys that go and fight the things that go bump of the night. They said if you've ever seen the movie The Descent or The Cave, you said that's literally compared to what we deal with, because Jesus even warned, and Paul warned, that nothing that's coming down from heaven, that's coming from under the earth, things present, things to come, nothing can separate us from the love of, of God in Christ Jesus if we're saved. And I'm terrified of the ramifications, and that's a real word because they will exploit, they, the Luciferian globalists, Satan-worshipping elitists, will worship the taking the Christians off guard. And I've been told this, and I'm telling everybody that's listening to this tonight, we must, ladies and gentlemen, be in the most active prayer and fasting. I'm asking everybody, the day of Halloween, Christians all over the world, to fast, whatever it is in your time zone, fast and pray and come against it. And this week, I've been told by the people who are, are in possession of that knowledge, is the acquisition of sacrifice. Please, ladies and gentlemen, guard your kids. Do not let Sally go out with Mary. Do not let them go unless there's guidance all the way. And those of you who are federal agents and officers that love Jesus, those of you who are Christians, those of you who are in a position to uh, be spokesmen and women, take nothing for granted this week. Because I'm telling you, Dave, what I've been told by the guys in the know, these are guys who have, have, have let's just say this, in the know is an understatement. The idea is simply that they have to have a maximum sacrifice for what's coming after October 31st. I don't know if it means whatever it means, but they smell Christian blood. That's the, that is the actual intercept on some of their communications. They actually said it, that we, 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 that we already have the taste of Christian blood in our mouth. Mm -hmm. Now that really makes me furious. 
and all the Pollyannas, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the uh, uh, non-productive fig trees. Those are Christians who got a lot of leafy stuff but won't stand up, speak up, uh, 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 defend their Lord. You know, I got news for you guys. Look, unproductive figs are a curse unto themselves, and you will wither and die without active and spontaneous seeking the Lord in earnest prayer. And there are women out there who are braver than the men who basically think that they can handle anything that comes their way. Now, then, what a what a shame that is, since we're commanded to be the head of the household, the protector of our family. And we have women assuming that role because too many men are too wimpy to do it. It's disgusting. Um, Steve, I want to go back to something I was just alluding to, though. Um, half a billion dollars, I mean, a billion dollars to learn how to fight underground. Talk about the biblical verse that talks about what what the Lord is going to use to punish the non-believers. What's coming? Well, Okay, first of all, people have had a, a real problem with the Genesis 6 narrative. When the sons of God, the angels, fallen angels, came to earth, in, in heaven there's no sex, but they came to earth, they left their realm, and they uh, cavorted with earth women. And they had sex, they produced all the legendary, the mighty men of renown. And this is why it's really important, Dave, that people understand this. The giant DNA is still in the human genome in different people. The Human Genome Project was to identify what is called, and some people call them Nephilim genes. I call it the Rephaim genes. Nephilim, uh, two places in the Old Testament. They, it is translated giants, but it really is those who were the fathers of the giants, but that's okay. The point is, is that these were supernatural beings. These were supernatural beings. They were half, the giants were half human and half fallen angel. So, you know, the thing that is, uh, that you're allu alluding to is God is talking about in the end times a evil, very evil army coming. And this army is basically, you know, going to be composed of, of uh, giants, you know. And uh, in the Septuagint, the oldest Greek Testament version of, the, uh, the, of uh, both the, uh, not only New Testament, but the uh, Old Testament, the Septuagint, the thing is it talks about giants are coming. Behold, I send them to fulfill my wrath. Now, I believe the super soldier program is the, if you will, the Luciferian attempt to fight not only the giants they control, but the things they don't control. So this is what what's happening. Men's hearts will fail them for looking after or looking upon those things coming up on the earth. So what, are, what we're talking about, we're talking about hybrids, we're talking about some of the most horrific creatures, and I think that that's really important, Dave, that people understand that. I had a... Um daydream slash vision whatever you'd call it sitting in my chair contemplating things and i saw these volcanic craters maybe a quarter of a mile wide and they were now cool but out of them were coming giants is that was i just hallucinating or is this a real possibility well it's a real possibility because it's interesting because not only are volcanoes linked to um if you will, UFO activity, and UFO activity, as you know, you were at Branson, UFO, I said you can't separate giants, aliens, flying saucers from the technology of the fallen angels, 
and I think that it's really it's really important that people understand that the, these uh, entities have been spoken about in myths and legends. That's why I, I named my whole film series uh, True Legends. A legend is not just basically a literary license to report stuff that may, made, that's made up when you're hallucinating on peyote or LSD or whatever, magic mushrooms. The thing is, is that it's real. By the way, this is Isaiah 13. I want to read the first three verses, okay? Uh, first four first four verses, and this is the Septuagint of Isaiah 13. The vision which Isaiah, son of Amos, saw against Babylon, lift up a standard on the mountains of the plain, exalt the voice to them, beckon with a hand, open the gates, ye rulers, I give command, and I bring them. Giants are coming to fulfill my rejoice, I'm sorry, to fulfill my wrath, rejoicing at the same time and insulting. A voice of many nations on the mountains, even like that of many nations, a voice of kings and nations gathered together. The Lord has given, the Lord of hosts has given command to a warlord like nation. So the point is is that, uh, you know, we're, we're not talking about normal entities. Now, I think most people, you and I have talked about the Super Soldier Program of DARPA, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Uh, every government in the world is trying to get extractable DNA from giants that are in stasis. Stasis is just another word for suspended animation. They're looking for that uh, genetic marker in the human genome, and it's interesting because you know, I said this years and years ago, and this was told to me by a Special Forces General, four-star. He made the statement, Steve, the Luciferians and elitists are looking for the most evil people that, they, that have ever been in history to reanimate them so that the demons that possess them, and a demon, let me make this clear, Dave, a demon is a disembodied spirit of the giants. You can go to my website, genesis6giants.com. Most people don't know that I have that site. And you can look at the ancient manuscripts. You can read the Book of Enoch and the Book of Giants. The Book of Giants was the Dead Sea Scrolls. And it talks about everything we're talking about right now. So that's what's coming upon the earth. And then, obviously, we've got the situation with Wormwood and, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the mountain that falls into the sea and basically destroys a third of the water. I will say this to people. The greatest migration in the history of the United States will take place when the events on the West Coast the Midwest, and even up in upper state, upper state, upstate New York and New York City, they've found new fault lines and everything. The country is going to be fragmented. It's going to be divided geophysically along the Mississippi. Uh, the coastline of California, a lot of it will turn back into the Isles of California. And I'm not a Spanish speaker, but I think it's Isles to California. And the thing that we actually have old maps of, of showing California before what you see now existed. So we're not talking thousands of years, we're talking 500 years ago, things change. Nothing changes a landscape faster than volcanoes and earthquakes. And I think what God was telling you, Dave, in, in, in all ancient pagan societies and even very highly developed societies always related volcanoes with the coming of the gods, G-O-D-S, not the God of heaven, exactly. but the God. Steve, we're just about out of time, and I feel like we're like in the middle of the movie that's unfolding. And I know you'll come back on to update us as events um, uh, warrant, but uh, it, I want to echo what you said, and uh, we'll, I think we can close with this. Halloween, pray and fast, and continue to pray, and pray for a veil of protection over President Trump, because I do think he's in danger. 
I think we need to rebuke the spirit of murder and assassination over President Trump. I want everybody to look up imprecatory prayer. That's what King David prayed against the enemies of God and the enemies that were out to destroy his life. Mm-hmm. It is not biblical. You are standing against the enemies of God in God's authority. It's not a personal thing where you want God to take somebody off the earth because they cut in front of you, uh, you know, your parking spot. But they've got to understand it. First of all, we enter into his... Steve, I'm sorry. We are up against a hard break. I am so oh, sorry. Okay. Well, here's the thing. we got to get our mouths right. we got to get our hearts right. We have to repent day personally and then ask God to leave us, uh, lead us in imprecatory prayer. I'll send you a link if you'll put it up because it's the best article on imprecatory prayer I've ever seen. I will definitely put it up. Steve, you've been very generous with your time on very, very short notice. I've been advertising the fact all afternoon you're coming on. We'll have this interview up tonight, and it'll be on the Common Sense Show tomorrow as well as stevecoyle.com. Steve, God bless you for the work you're doing. Thank you for coming on.